1: Welcome to episode 165 of the CantoBite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Just chilling here in my sweatshirt and my electric blanket because it is officially under 70 degrees in California today.
1: <laughs> that's that's, the, that's the, the minimum where the electric blanket has to come out?
2: Yeah. Like I was telling you before the podcast recorded, I I went on a run this morning and I knew it was cold because I finished and I didn't sweat at all. And I'm like, there's something wrong here. I'm like, I was running really fast, faster than normal. And I'm not sweating, even though like I'm really tired. like, It's cold. So (laughs) I decided it was time to get the nice electric blanket out from under the bed and plug it in and Take a nice long nap. That
1: sounds good. Yeah, how have you been? Um, I've been okay. Uh, We are recording a couple days late because we were both feeling under the weather this weekend. But that worked out okay because now we have some Mando Monday shit to talk about and some other
2: little things that came up. So it all worked out. Yeah. I love when things work out like that, but I hated that we both were feeling under the weather. Like for some reason, I I got my flu shot on Thursday because there was a place like down the street that had free COVID testing, free flu shot. And I'm like, hey, you know, I might as well, you know, get my flu shot, you know, check, see, you know, how am I doing? Do I have it? Do I don't do I not have it? I don't know. You, you never know. So tested negative for COVID. Um, I, I swear I've I think that was the second time I've been tested. I, that thing, have you been tested yet? No. Yeah, so they stick the thing up your nose and they do it twice and man, they stick that thing up your brain, but it's okay. But that flu shot, man, holy shit. So I'm waiting there in my car and this like super buff, buff fireman like walks by with this giant ass needle and he's like, are you ready? (laughs) And I just, I'm I just don't know what to say. And I'm just like, ah. He's like, do you not like needles? And I'm like, ah. I just get a little too chatty. And then he pricks me with a needle. And he's like, oh, you're a bleeder. And I'm just like, this is a porno. I'm like, I, I need to leave.
1: Totally. <laughs> What porno are you watching? I don't that know. That has the line, "You're a bleeder." I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm just saying I'm surprised that that's your thing.
2: No, I just, especially when he's about to prick me with this needle and asks if I'm ready. Like I don't think I was ever ready for that man's needle. And second, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just knew I needed to leave. I'm like, I need, I need to leave. So I left. <laughs> And for the rest of the weekend, I was not feeling great because I don't know. Sometimes they say that when when you get the flu shot, you get like the flu a little bit or something so that your body like knows how to react when it actually happens. But I felt like shit and I don't get sick. I haven't been sick in a very, very long time. Like I've been really healthy. I run every day. I eat mostly good. And man, my ass got kicked.
1: Yeah, I need to I need to go get my flu shot this week. I can do it over the lunch hour. There's a couple of pharmacies around, but
2: yeah, they suck. I'm I'm very sensitive to like shots. And I remember I had to get one for being a student at San Diego State. And I swear, like I couldn't move my arm for like a week.
1: Yeah, I I had a really strong reaction to my flu shot last year. My arm hurt for a while, but I don't have like... It's weird. Like I like if you have somebody getting a, like in a movie getting like jabbed with a needle or anything like that. Like I turn away. Like I don't like to watch it. But I can like I have no problem like watching somebody stick a needle into my arm. Like I just sort of always watch when they do that or when I'm giving blood. Like I have no problem watching it. But seeing it like some happen to somebody else. No, don't want to see it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with seeing other people get like injections or, you know, shots or whatever. But like as soon as like someone looks at me and then I see the needle about to go into me, like I just I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. It reminds me of when I broke my arm. I was in second grade. And I had to get surgery, and they put like pins in my arm for some reason. And I don't know why it was so traumatic for me when they had to take out the pins. Like it just—it was so weird because like the pins looked like bones. Like for some reason they had like a bone thing on like the end, so like it looked like they were like pulling bones out of me. So I don't know. It was just traumatic. I wouldn't recommend breaking any, any, any body parts. But that's what that reminds me of. Maybe that's why I'm a. Um, A little tiny bit afraid of needles or whatever, but that doesn't stop me from getting things.
1: Yeah, it's important. Always important to get your flu shot, especially this
2: year. But yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, get get your shots. You know, if there's free COVID testing near you, you know, check up. You know, see what's happening. What else has been going on with you? Um, not much. Just been hanging out. Been golfing a little bit. Um, I found a new hobby. My nails. I actually have nails now, so I've been like painting my nails and like I shaped them the other day and I painted them. Ooh, I'm showing I like that color. I'm showing Emily my nails. It's Essie, without a stitch. I think that's what the color is, but. I don't know. I've just I've been like really liking painting my nails and getting colors and just experimenting. I haven't done like designs or anything yet because like I'm still like I'm still new at this. Like I've never had nails. I used to always bite them, but like now for some reason I'm like I don't need to do that anymore. So Yeah, what about you? Um nothing too much. Mostly
1: just been Hanging around. Um, No, I haven't really done anything. Been very lazy. Been watching movies. That's about it.
2: Have you been watching the Great British Baking Show?
1: I have been watching the Great British Baking Show, and I heard that you are now on the current season.
2: Yes, I have made it. I really miss... um, The other judge, because she was replaced by Matt. I really like Matt, though. Matt's funny.
1: Yeah, Sandy, I don't know if Sandy's gone for good or if Sandy couldn't do this season when they were doing, like, the
2: lockdown thing. I was reading somewhere that she said that she wanted to focus on, like, comedy or something. Oh, okay. But I like Matt. I like the bakers like I don't know why but the last season like I couldn't really connect with any of the bakers like I felt really bad for like one of the bakers last season because she was so good until the final I always hate when the bakers are like really good and then they crack at the final it just sucks but I love all of these bakers like they're all so fun this season. And it's so sad when, like someone has to leave because I'm like, "I really like this person. I really hate that they baked a raw cake. It sucks.
1: My favorite are both of the marks. I think. Yes, both of the marks are my favorite, too.
2: I know. I love, uh, I forget which market it is, but the one where they all baked brownies last episode, and he's like, God, I wonder how these people think, you know, they're watching this show and they they see that we can't fucking make brownies, (laughs) because for some reason all of them couldn't make, because they were just trying to, like... I was so frustrated, because I make very,
1: very good brownies, and brownies are incredibly easy to make, and I get that it's very stressful under their
2: circumstances,
1: but Oh, my God. How did they all fail to make brownies?
2: I don't know. Like, maybe the ovens are just haunted or something. Because (laughs) they always talk about, oh, well, in my oven, I did this. Well, your oven's 25 years old, and these ovens are inside a tent.
1: But the the fact that they all messed up them so badly was funny. Because I think brownies are, like, the first, probably one of the first things I learned how to
2: bake. Everyone's made brownies before. Yeah. That's the thing. They're very easy. I don't know. I think just they try to add too much with them. Like the little really young guy, he made like some with figs and it it was too like, cakey or it was too dry yeah, or the flavor
1: combinations from everybody sounded amazing. It's just they didn't like they didn't always work. But I also liked the Babka challenge because that's the first time I think that's the first time I've ever like have made something that they do for the technical.
2: Oh, you made one?
1: Yeah. How'd it turn it's, out? It turned out really well. Like, But I definitely took more than two and a half hours to make it <laughs> and had a full set of instructions, you know, not just things that said things like make the dough. Bake. <laughs> I love that yeah. one. Yeah. I had specific instructions on how long to, to, you know, prove it and how long to bake it and at what, you know, what temperature to bake it. <laughs> it turned out really good. It's sort of a pain in the ass, but it's fucking delicious. I mean, you can just go buy them at the bakery for like $5. So I don't know why you wouldn't just do that. But
2: sometimes it's fun to create something that, you know, takes five years to make, but only 30 minutes to eat.
1: Well, it was sort of cool because it just like if they look so cool because you, you you know, you have that you roll them and then you split them and then you braid them. So they like sort of like fan out and have that chocolatey swirl to them. So it looks super accomplished when you're done.
2: I know. And I remember during bread week, um, I forget her name, but the woman made like a salmon and cheese bread and it looked like delicious. I love bread. Give me all the carbs. I just wanted to eat all of the breads that were on that table.
1: Tell you, you put like meat or some cheese and some bread. I mean, Jesus,
2: amazing i know especially like you know when it's good bread when you get the paul hollywood handshake it's always so beautiful it is because he always just looks at you and he doesn't say anything and then he just holds out his hand like it's just it's a fairy tale I That's a fairy tale right there. He, I love
1: how, when it's like he's really reluctant, like when he didn't think something would work and then it does. That's the best.
2: I know. Or that one season in the showstopper where he did two handshakes. He never does handshakes during the showstopper. So that must mean that it's really fucking good. <laughs> it's a great show. I love that show. It is. I'm glad that it exists. I'm also kind of sad that I'm caught up. I haven't watched the holiday ones yet. I'm waiting until after Halloween to watch them so that I'm fully into the holiday season. Yeah,
1: that's a good idea. You gotta wait. You can't have Christmas starting in October. Sorry, Chris Fresh. It's gotta wait.
2: I know and like no disrespect to Chris Fresh. Well, actually speaking of Chris Fresh, I, I want to th- personally thank him and the dudes and Lady Jake cuz yesterday I was doing a bunch of yard work and I was out I was outside for like 6 hours. And I'm like I need to listen to something. So I decided to listen back to the most recent episodes of The Geek Dudes and I don't know if you know this Emily, but there are some good dudes.
1: I'm I'm pretty fond of them yes
2: just they're all so good and I just I love hearing their stories and I love I loved how I was just doing my thing and just listening to you know Chris Fresh talk about how his daughter's friends are singing lyrics that had dick in them or something I don't know (laughs) it's just adorable I love it I'm so glad I don't have kids uh me too I don't want them for a while (laughs) or at all. I don't know yet. It's funny when, you know, people see that you're in a relationship and then, like, that's the first thing they ask is, oh, do you want kids? And I'm like, I'm like 12. I shouldn't be a fucking parent. Like, I I have no motherly instinct. Like, I can't. I, I just... No, but may- maybe one day i'll I'll get it, but at the same time, I shouldn't pressure myself to do something that I don't know if I want to do yet, but I don't know it's life things happen, but I love yeah. Chris Fresh I love Ugh, I love yes. his beautiful family. I love I love Jonesy I love Mitch, dirty Uncle Mitch. I want to hear that story that makes him dirty uncle Mitch. <laughs> I need to hear that
1: you should you should you should message him and ask him.
2: No, because that's weird. Because I don't really yeah, talk dirty, to him that much. Mitch.
1: It's fine. It'd be hilarious.
2: Yeah. I know. But, you know I, I. It takes me. It takes a lot of courage for you to message Chris Fresh, anyway. So I don't know how I would do like messaging like Dirty Uncle Mitch. But also, like I love Lady J. Like the fucking best. Like yeah. I can't say nothing but good things about everyone on that podcast.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good podcast. I highly recommend it. Check it out if you haven't. It's the Geek Dudes available where all podcasts are available.
2: It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. They really like Elton John because they play the song and they like the fire song. I wonder if they've seen the Elton John movie, the one with Taryn Edgerton. That one's really good. I really like that one. Like, but who Rhapsody can go fuck itself. Like this one, the Rocket Man was a good movie. I've watched that multiple times.
1: I Have you seen Rocketman? No. I don't That's really good. care about Elton John. I think he's cute. I think he's, he's fine. I think he's talented, but I just, like, I can't, I don't, like, you know, I'm not, like, interested in him.
2: Yeah. I was, I think I was going to see him in concert Before all this like COVID stuff happened or I don't know. I was always in talks like my family is like, Hey, you want to go see Elton John? And we're all, we all couldn't get on schedule with it, but man, that would have been fun because after seeing Paul McCartney, like you just want to see like everyone because that was an experience.
1: Yeah. Go see people before they die.
2: Yes. Um, do we want to talk about some Mando Monday stuff?
1: Yeah. So, um, okay. So we're recording this. We're th- three days out from the new episode of Mandalorian. When this episode is up, the new episode will be up. And maybe you'll already have watched it. Um, I won't have because it. I can't watch until I get home from work on Friday nights. But they had the first Mando Monday prior to... The Thing, by which I mean the season two premiere. Um, and they had a little video with Carl Weathers and Pedro Pascal and Giancarlo Esposito and people from the Star Wars show and not Gina Carano, which is very obvious and also hilarious and good for them uh but they did like a bunch of merchandise announcements and you know just a sort little of like hey watch our show when it's gonna be on shit but i gotta say they released a lot more stuff than i was expecting in the first this like this is sort of the amount of stuff i expected total i can't imagine getting this much stuff every week because this is a ton of shit.
2: Oh, God, no. Yeah, I I was so surprised. And I was really surprised because I follow a lot of, like, makeup accounts on Instagram. And I was scrolling and I saw that ColourPop had announced a collaboration with The Mandalorian and made a Baby Yoda eyeshadow palette. Which, oh, my God, it was fucking adorable i i can't get it because it has greens in there and i i can't do greens i've tried it can't do it but the packaging was so fucking cute and that's when i was like holy shit they got it they they know what they're fucking doing and i know that if they start doing nail polish i'm fucked my bacon cow is fucked please disney do not do nail polish please god don't do it thank you
1: it could be like the the um the handle it can be like a little baby yoda head
2: Oh, and I need greens, too. That's what's the annoying part, because, like, that'd be the perfect green, like a baby Yoda green. It would, like, match my skin tone, especially if I had blue undertones. Oh, fantastic. Actually, don't do it. Please don't do it. I don't need any more. I, I just bought a bunch. I told myself I was going to stop, but. Yeah. I don't know. I,
1: yeah. It's a very cute palette. I'm not going to buy it because I like, I mean, I've just basically completely stopped wearing makeup and I already have like five eye palettes that I never wear. I don't need
2: another one, but yeah, I'm the same. Like, I don't even wear makeup anymore to the point where I think at Celebration, I gave like you and some friends some eyeshadow palettes. Yeah, that that's I don't right. Where I'm and like, the, here you go.
1: <laughs> one of the palettes I had was you, yours and I used it like twice and then I'm like, ah, fuck it.
2: Annoyingly, like,
1: the only makeup I wore reliably was, um, like lipstick or lip gloss and now I'm like well that's like masks so that doesn't happen anymore
2: I know that's why I don't wear a lot of foundation anymore like I just wear like eyebrow gel mascara and like concealer because these bags aren't going anywhere so I need to cover (laughs) them up but it's interesting just how something could change like Everything, but also it's a good thing that I because makeup is just so like bad for your skin sometimes because then like pores and just I'm really bad at like taking off makeup too. Like I sleep in my mascara sometimes. I'm an awful human being. It happens, <laughs> but
1: I don't think I don't think that's a moral failing. Like I mean, it's not good for your skin, but it's not. I don't think it makes you a bad person.
2: I guess it just I know I know every time I do it, my dermatologist is like hearts like breaking like Ralph Wiggum just, uh, but yeah, because I've I have really 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 sensitive skin, so I always am like I need to not do these things for my skin because I'm really picky. Like I can't wear certain things because it would break me out or oh reactions or etc etc. Like I have to like do like a lot of clean beauty or whatever so and clean beauty's expensive sometimes so that's always a bummer but and the different acids and i used to do a lot of like face masks but i stopped doing that for some reason probably because it's expensive
1: mm, yeah i have a like a drawer full of face masks i sort of do them like i'll do them where i'm doing them like a couple times a week and then i won't touch them for a couple months but um Star Wars stuff. Um I am like right now like growing through this the toys. Some of the stuff they had announced back when they first announced they were doing Mando Mondays, like they had announced the little the um the Lego baby Yoda then. There's like there's like three different versions of an animatronic Yoda. Uh, one of them comes with a little carrier. That's pretty cute. Um, let's see. Oh, one of the cool things they're doing is, um, you know, they had done the, the retro collection where they had re-released like the original figures. And then they did the Tarkin that they'd never done. And they're doing some Mandalorian style retro figures. They're doing, um, off Gideon. They're doing Mando. They have a little retro Baby Yoda. They have an IG-11 i got the um the Moth gideon i also got the um vintage collection Moth gideon those are both pre-orders i think the retro stuff doesn't come out until like next summer but i ordered it and forgot about it and you know like and you know come next may i'll get an email from amazon being like hey your thing shipped and I'll be like what the fuck are you talking about
2: I don't know how I would feel if, like, I bought something that was, like, pre-ordered, like, six months in advance. Like, I would completely forget about it. And I would, like, see that I got a package and be like, this isn't for me. You know what? <laughs> but Man,
1: like, anyway, I mean, my fucking Krennicant toy was pre-ordered, like, a year and a half before it came.
2: I never thought that thing was going to come. Oh I was so God, surprised when it actually came. I was very came.
1: scared. I was getting really worried it was going to get canceled. But, and, oh, I have the the... Mando and Child hot toy on pre-order. That's coming out next spring. Did you see? Okay, so they did a black series Dinjarin with Child, and it's the first time they've done one Mandalorian toy without the helmet. Did you see what they did to our poor Pedro Pascal?
2: Yeah, he looks like the guy from the Princess Bride, the the really tall guy, Andre, Andre the, the
3: Giant. Giant.
2: That's what that reminded me of. Either a giant or just
1: Pedro Pascal, but stung by a billion bees. What? (laughs) It's not... I mean, it's not quite as bad as the the infamous Poe, simply because it actually looks like a human being and not like a melty monster face. But
2: it's pretty fucking terrible. Like, just the eyes... Like, imagining, like, having sex with someone and, like, looking and seeing that.
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know. That's what... It just... It looks just... ah uh, It just... It's not pretty.
1: Yeah. No, it's not good. then that, let's see. A whole bunch of action figures. Um, there's an electronic light... Uh, dark saber couple versions of Monopoly, because... How many different Star Wars monopolies are there by now? There's a lot, right?
2: There's so many. I have one of them from like 2005, but who plays Monopoly anymore? Like who wants their family to end?
1: (laughs) It's the worst fucking game. It's so boring. Even if you don't like get into fights, it's just so boring. No, because we had one back from when like, I think from when the special editions came out. So they've been doing those for a long time. Let's see. There's a creepy looking baby Yoda bust. I think busts are creepy looking in general. Because it always just cuts off. I, I understand that it's a bust. And so it's, you know, it's just like the head and like some of the torso. But I always think they look c- creepy. Like here's a little beheaded baby Yoda. Stick that on your shelf.
2: Yeah, I see this. Uh. Mandalorian, Middle Earth, Premium Series thing. I don't know what that is. Oh, I see the Hot Toys Mandalorian. Did you see the side sh- slideshow, sideshow baby Yoda? Yeah, it's pretty great. Um,
1: Hot Toys is doing one too, which I mean, their stuff's better than sideshow stuff, but it's also like I think like a hundred to hundred and fifty more. So, you know, you're sort of, you know, weighing the pros and cons there of how much better it is. I don't know, though. Maybe if you're dropping $400 on a Baby Yoda, you can drop $500 on a Baby Yoda.
2: I don't know. I I don't think I want to drop any money for Baby Yoda. Like, as much as I love Baby Yoda, like, I almost hate how he's become like not like an accessory but just like oh it's it's cute it's baby yoda everyone likes baby yoda i'm gonna get all the baby yoda things because peer pressure people i i don't know oh my god are you doing that
1: you liked baby yoda before he was cool shit because i'm gonna not be okay with that
2: no no i'm not but like i there's people out there that don't get Baby Yoda, and they're like, "Oh, that's Baby Yoda." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but no, no, I'm not going there. I'm not." I don't, it just
1: don't understand what your argument is, but okay. Um, let's see. So, what else is there?
2: Adidas released a whole bunch of shoes. Are you a shoe person? Um, maybe I haven't seen these shoes yet. So let me look up shoes, baby. Yoda. no but if you go to, if you're on if you're on starwars.com
1: slash Mondays and you scroll down they have everything and there's a and one and you they have a little browse on the side and first it's toys and games and collectibles and under that is apparel and accessories
2: i put a fucking link in the oh notes. shit i'm looking at the link it's just i have it small so you can't see the things and sometimes the star wars website is a little finicky so I'm going to look at apparel and accessories and, oh, shoes. It's a lot of shoes.
1: That's dangerous. Well, it's probably not too dangerous because I assume they're going to get be impossible to get. Because people are weird about shoes. And by weird about shoes, I mean it's a thing that I don't understand and therefore think is weird, even though there's plenty of stupid shit that I collect.
2: Yeah, I don't think I'd ever get like a pair of running Star Wars shoes because like I I'd feel bad running in them because I feel like I'd ruin them. Like that's why I get my running shoes from like Marshalls or TJ Maxx or something, because they're only like 29, 30 bucks, so I don't feel bad when I use them up.
1: Yeah, I do like that most of these anyway are like more subtle geek shit. It's not just like plastered all over the place with the Baby Yoda face or the Mandalorian face or anything. Like, it's just some cool little sleek design stuff and a lot of, you know, like, inspired by. Yeah.
2: Oh, they have nice, like, button up Baby Yoda shirts. Yeah, that's pretty
1: cute. And I like the, um, the little Baby Yoda Reed t-shirt.
2: Oh yeah, that one's cute. This is impressive. What? Just the amount of merchandise Star Wars has to offer right now, you know, through the Mandalorian and because of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, the Mandalorian spirit jersey. Yeah, I'm. I'm shocked of how much stuff there is maybe they're making up for the lack of you know season one merch but i'm i'm pretty stoked about this this is really cool and they have stuff for a lot of people like i was impressed that they actually had like makeup they have shoes they have they have things for everyone which is a big thumbs up for me yeah um so
1: Books and comics. There's not much. I mean, because we like there's stuff we knew about before, like the like the novel that got pushed back and everything. But there's a cute looking little golden book, and I just I like that they still make little golden books.
2: I know that's really cool that they still make those.
1: I Had so many of those when I was a kid. The pokey little puppy and the tawny scrawny lion. And one about the tugboat that I don't remember the name of.
2: God, I don't remember the names of any of those. I just remember, like, the gold.
1: Uh, Pokey Little Puppy is the best one. Tawny Scrawny Line is also very good. Oh, let's see. <laughs> like, so, okay. So, electronic, the stuff they had announced before. The, if you really want a Mandalorian Polaroid or to have a little, like, Baby Yoda uh, border on your Polaroid pictures. And there's a little uh bluetooth speaker set of the mandalorian and baby yoda and under home i don't know man it's really like the amount of shit you can get with baby yoda now is ridiculous like you want a toaster with baby yoda on it you can get a toaster with baby yoda on it you want a slow cooker with baby yoda on it totally you can get that too
2: they have a makeup pouch baby yoda Gosh darn it. I want to buy things. I shouldn't. And then now I'm on the Disney website looking at all the spirit jerseys I don't have, which is not a good thing because I feel like as time goes on, spirit jerseys get more and more expensive. And it's funny because, you know, people get spirit jerseys so that they can wear them at the Disney parks. But guess what's not open right now? The Disney parks, which is a good thing. But Do you hear that they're opening up like the beginning of California Adventure like for shopping and food and I think they're probably going to start doing that where they're going to like open up like Main Street Mm -hmm. and open up all the shops like they're basically going to open up like the whole parks. But not have the rides going on, which. okay, but. Yeah, I don't
1: know, man. I do kind of want the Baby Yoda Hallmark ornament, which is just Baby Yoda, and he's, like, waving from his little egg pram. There's some cute Baby Yoda leggings. I do not need a Baby Yoda waffle maker.
2: Waffles are good, though. I just love, like, waffling, like, sandwiches.
1: Yeah, that is the best. Baby Yoda Tiki mug. That's not good. Baby Yoda is too young to drink.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that.
1: Well, it's like pillows and shit. I oh, want a uh, Mandalorian mysterious black tea. I am really am tempted to buy the tea. It's got the Mandalorian on it. It's by Republic of Tea who generally do pretty good shit. But I have, like, 40 kinds of tea. I do not need more.
2: Did you see the Baby Yoda pouch that looks like a roly-poly? No, I don't think I did.
1: It's so much stuff to keep track of.
2: It is. And I'm seeing all the ties now. uh, The bags. Oh, a tiki shirt. God, they really... I'm surprised. I'm genuinely and pleasantly surprised with the amount of merchandise that they have. Do you think that they're going to put more out or do you think that like this is it? Well, they said they were
1: announcing new, like they were dropping new stuff. Like I, I don't imagine it will be a ton, but maybe it'll be like as new characters get introduced, we'll get some new like action figures announced. Stuff like that. You know, like obviously if if all that we know, like in terms of Ahsoka and Boba Fett and and other characters are in here, then it would make sense that they have those reveals still to do.
2: Yeah like yeah, know, you know like
1: if if ahsoka's in this season there's an ahsoka figure and you know like if boba fett's you know like they could like, <laughs> because we need some more versions of boba fett but i don't know i'd be pretty happy if i can buy a little like timmy oliphant doll i think a lot of people would be happy <laughs> with that <laughs> i just want to see timmy oliphant in star wars i'm so fucking excited
2: He's such a little shit. I love it. God damn it. He's so fucking hot.
1: It's
2: ridiculous. He's so bad. <laughs>
1: oh. um, so I asked people on Twitter what the stupidest... Um, they've spent money on because of star wars and i thought we could read some of those answers
2: heck yeah um
1: one one is from jeff who said paper towels would have been one dollar cheaper had i opted for the non-star wars designed ones (laughs) i can totally see that i would do that and also it's like me too it's just funny because like it's something you're just gonna throw away not even like just in terms of oh it's a piece of like it's a plastic toy you're eventually going to throw away but it's like designed to be thrown away Uh, Ian says when Revenge of the Sith was about to come out they released holographic character cards the most useless merchandise I ever purchased (laughs) Uh, Ben bought a Princess Leia fidget spinner I mean, fidget spinner is automatically useless. Like, that's something you won't use for about a day and then be done with. Like, unless, you know, unless you're somebody with, like, the, you know, like, an actual, like, sensory, like, thing where that's, like, a self-soothing mechanism. Like, if you're just an average person, you're never going to touch them again. And I say that as someone who definitely does have fidget spinners lying around. Oh, you do? At work. And I do actually sometimes still use them, like, if I'm on hold for a long time on a phone call. So we got one from Rick, which is not okay. So I own this thing still unopened and it is something called a Star Wars battle belt, which contains 32 foam discs. And it's like Chewie's little belt thing. Um, And it's from like, it's an accessory for something called space shooter target games. So even if you got this, the Star Wars Battle Belt, you would still need one of the little guns to shoot the little foam discs with. Which I'm assuming, since this is unopened, Rick does not have. Yeah, but it's just a like a, a you know, like a, what do you call it? Ammo belt.
2: It's just funny that it's, that's so interesting that it's just foam. And the fact that he hasn't opened it yet Is so precious
1: uh, Brian says definitely the episode one Pepsi cans I feel like I know a lot of people with those Oh yeah uh, Eric Struther says Kylo Ren cereal Well that's one of many <laughs> Chris Fresh has to be this The worst thing is I got it within The past 12 months <laughs> I plan on having sex with Emily on it on our wedding night. See, this is why I need to read it before I get to read it on the podcast, and it is the infamous inflatable jar jar chair. I really, I really need to
2: pre-screen these. I did for some reason, like I didn't read this either. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah okay i said this is the greatest thing i've ever read (laughs) (laughs) oh man i love i love posts like this this reminds me of this account that i recently followed on instagram of um, this person who buys like old Star Wars stuff through like thrift stores or something and just old vintage stuff. And it looks a lot of fun. Here, let me find the account right now. I mean, it, Instagram yeah. has. Yeah, no, this okay. is kind of the shit that I
1: really love, though. Like like the inflatable Jar Jar chair or, or Rick's battle belt. Like just the, like the weird shit.
2: I know. Okay. So it's Star Wars underscore thrifting. Check them out. A bunch of old Star Wars merch, that, you know, you find at like the thrift stores. I see like some of the old uh, McDonald's toys that you'd get with like Padme and Anakin and Obi Wan. That reminds me of when Burger King in 2005 had like the Revenge of the Sith. Uh, little toys and I swear I have never been to Burger King so many times in my fucking life like just to get those toys and I'm never fucking going back because I think if I would rank all of the fast food chains um, number number zero would be Chick-fil-a for obvious reasons but I think above that would be Burger King because I just don't like Burger King
1: I like their fish sandwich That said, I haven't probably had that in, like, 15 years because I never go to Burger King. But I don't like it much fast food. Like, if we're talking to, like, like, I do talk about quite a bit, but if we're talking the burger fast food, I only really like Wendy's.
2: Wendy's is good. I love their Frosties. Wendy's is
1: the only fast food burger I like. Like, I can do, like, chicken from Burger King or McDonald's, but I think their burgers are gross.
2: Yeah, I always like McDonald's uh, chicken sandwich. I love their nuggets. The McDonald's fries are probably some of the best fries. I don't know. I mean, I've been pretty fry deprived like all of 2020, but I had like a French fry from Jack in the Box the other day and it was pretty good. I think they're like kind of like an underrated French fry. Yeah, I think so. Um, was there anything that you've ever bought that is ridiculous or that, um, I'm still thinking of that fucking Jar Jar chair or just cause it had Star Wars <laughs> on it. That fucking chair? Yeah. You know,
1: I don't, I don't know. Like there's some stuff. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's anything like, like super regret or anything that was like, like I have some stuff that's just weird. Like, I have that Tarkin marble, and that's just a fucking weird thing. But I, that's why I kind of love it, is because it's it's a marble with Tarkin in it. And, like, why did they make that? And why did I buy it? But it goes with my collection, so it's fine. Um, like, slightly annoyed that I have a Sith Trooper. Cause I fucking hate that movie and they didn't even do anything in it. And I spent like 30 fucking bucks on it. I mean it's a cool looking, you know, it's like the special, you know, it's a special what like it's in the nice little box that has like the panels that slide out for the weapons, so it's cool looking, but I'm like, oh, here's a reminder of this thing I didn't like.
2: That's how I would feel if I got merch from solo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like generally yeah it is best to wait until after you see a movie before you buy merch from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I gambled with the porgs because, I mean, I'm staring at my porg table right now. And the other day I was just thinking, I'm like, how much money is on this table right now? Oh, you know, of porgs. Like, that's a bad thought. Don't go down that line. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's probably like... A couple hundred dollars, probably a little more. But, you know, was it fun? Yes. Was it a bad thing? No. (laughs) And that's always two good things. You know, was it bad? Was it fun? Did you have a good time? Yes, I did.
1: that's fine then.
2: Yeah, I still think that my best porks were the ones I got from AliExpress. Hmm. those were like the cheapest i think like my big chunky porg was only like 20 bucks i think the most i've spent on a porg was probably the galaxy's edge porg i think that was like 60 bucks i don't know but i think my best purchase was the father because i think that was only like 10 or 15 bucks from the disney store and that was one of those like i'm going to the disney store because i'm having a bad fucking day yeah. And then I found that, and then I always have good memories of my father.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- oh, I mean, try to think of the, what I've spent the most money on. Like the thing I have that is the most expensive is the Mando with the child that I have on pre-order. But I had enough reward points from Sideshow that I only ended up spending like, like fifty or sixty bucks on it, which isn't you know, which is not a bad amount of money to spend on a on a hot toy. But so I guess the most money that I spent would probably be the the Tarkin because that one I had to go to the fucking comic book store to get frantically searching for it after it is sold out on Sideshow. And I'm glad that I did because they go on eBay now for like four or five hundred. Wow, it's fucking ridiculous! Man, hot toys and and Lego they um
2: they really. Keep their value. They really do. It's hard to find like certain Lego because sometimes like they retire the Lego yeah. or something. I'm trying really hard to not say Legos because I don't want to piss off Legos. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm perfectly fine pissing off Chris <laughs> I'm trying to be good today. I say any Legos repeatedly.
2: I guess. I mean, we do have a voicemail that we'll listen to later. So I don't know how much I want to keep that. I love Chris Fresh train going. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll keep that train going we'll forever. See.
1: We'll see. Uh, the only other bit of Star Wars news is that John Ham is going to be playing Boba Fett again in the audiobook of From a Sort of Point of View: Empire Strikes
2: Back. That's pretty good. I approve.
1: I'm interested. I mean, I mean, maybe I'll hate this story too, and it won't matter. But I'm interested to see what I will think of him. Potentially reading a Boba Fett story that I don't hate.
2: What if what if Boba Fett is in the Mandalorian and he's voiced by John Hamm? Oh my God. <laughs> that would be the best.
1: Like like it is like it's played by Tamara Morrison, but but the voice is just on him.
2: Oh. Uh. That's my dream. Can my dream please come true? Ah, <laughs> oh. I love it.
1: I I would only want. I would. I would just want like a video camera on Hawes when Boba Fett opens his mouth, and it's John Ham's voice.
2: <sighs> Me too.
1: But not really because it's Hawes and he's the sweetest man in the world. So I don't want that to happen.
2: I know. I miss Hawes. I hope you're doing well if you're listening, Hawes.
1: Um, should should we play the voicemail from Chris Fresh?
2: I mean, should we? Probably not. But are we going to? Yeah.
1: But it might not be dirty. I don't know. But we'll see. I think there's only one question this time because it's like only a minute long. So let's let's go.
0: Hello, Canto Byte Dispatch. Hello, Emily Lind. Hello, Brittany Brown. Slightly ominous. This is your friend, Chris Fresh here of Geek Dudes fame. And hey, hey, it's the podcast fame. <laughs> now, I believe last time... I asked you a lot of questions that some people considered to be filthy and some thought were out of line and some thought were thought-provoking and um, worthy of being asked. And I thought I'd return not to ask questions, but really just to hear my own voice on another podcast. Because if there's one thing about me, it's... I love me, so thank you for your time, and we'll speak again soon. Bye. Bye. You
1: know, I don't. I don't have a response.
2: I don't either. Let's go to Deadwood.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're on Deadwood. Are we on episode eight?
2: I believe so. Let me look it up. I watched it on Saturday, 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 Saturday. Saturday.
1: We are on episode eight of season two. Childish things. What did you think, Brittany?
2: Um, it was a okay episode. I I was interested. In the fact that we got a scene with Alma and uh Seth's wife and then Martha. Martha. Yeah. That was that was fucking weird. It's a little bit tense.
1: because uh, Martha has decided that since the school teacher was scared off by the guys uh destroying Merrick's office that She is going to teach and wants to know if Sophia would be one of her students. And it's incredibly awkward and they are both not talking about the fact that they both know that Alma was sleeping with Seth and frankly, Alma gets way more shitty than she has any right to be considering martha is the one who is married to this man
2: yeah then martha gets home and talks to seth about it and she's understandably upset and she storms off and it's just awkward like what do you do when you live in camp with two people you've boned (laughs) i don't know
1: I mean, he definitely created his own bed in that way. You know, like, I don't feel bad for him.
2: No. Little shit. I don't feel bad for him at all. Him and his little face. Oh, and uh, Ellsworth
1: has asked Alma to marry him. Because he is a way nicer man than anyone should be. Um, let's see. Tom Nottle got a penny farthing, which will be more important than you
2: think it is. Um There's a bicycle. Yeah, that's a penny farthing. Oh. So the bicycle is actually important? I mean, it'll
1: it'll be in the next couple. It'll be in the next episode. It's a new, it's like a new thing in Deadwood, and the other new thing we get in Deadwood this week is the telegraph. Oh yeah, in the form of the Russian telegraph operator, who Swerengine is very displeased to see. This is one where I had completely forgotten this character existed, and like we see quite a bit of him. But I just sort of, like, I had completely forgotten about the storyline somehow. But yeah, and it's sort of like, you know, he's like the... Al's discomfort with Deadwood, like, moving along and sort of getting away from him. And... Um... Oh... Wolcott has now bought up the only remaining big claim beside, besides Alma's. And we sort of get a glimpse of how Hearst runs things and it is, um, very strictly and very violently as we see him, like his, uh, one of his guys uh, shoot at one of the mine workers who was trying to to steal from the mine.
2: Yeah, and it's operated by the two brothers, and then one of the brothers kills the other one. Right? Someone kills someone. Yeah, because they wanted to buy. Because Wolcott's
1: trying to make an offer on this claim, and the guy says his brother will never sell, and they have to both agree with it. And then he <laughs> comes back later and his brother has mysteriously died. Yeah. I hate when that happens. God. Oh, and Charlie sorts of sort of like sets up Jane and Joni to be friends, and it's very sweet.
2: I know. I really like that. I, I like that. Jane was I don't know I always like when Jane is actually doing things like other than you know like drinking yeah you know Joni offered her a drink but I just I have high hopes for Jane and especially you know seeing I was really hoping that she would kill Walcott. I was really hoping that man needs to end (laughs) he's terrible yeah, and I was scared when he shows up and with Joni, and then Joni throws a fucking <sighs> bottle at him. Which, heck yeah! Then he just leaves, and then <laughs> and then Jane was like, "Aren't you Wilcott or or
1: aren't you the piece of shit that Charlie beat up?" Basically.
2: Oh yeah, she's great,
1: and I love that she's like instantly like willing to throw down with this guy if he's if he's hurt
2: Joni, i know oh and there was a scene with char or with charlie and he went to the gravesite of wild bill
1: oh it's always like that he just breaks my heart
2: It's so sad. It's sad that a character that we only knew for a little bit has like such a big impact on the show. Yeah, it's sort of an, and I just sort of love the the responsibility
1: that Charlie feels for Jane with Bill not there because he knows how much Bill cared about her.
2: Yeah. Bill was a good man.
1: Yeah. But yeah, no, this episode, like, there's not, like, there's, if this episode is a lot of sort of, like, setting things in place for the final couple episodes of the season.
2: Yeah, those episodes are always a little rough because, like, in the beginning, you're just like, okay, like, nothing's really going on the next episode. It's, oh, shit, like, things are going on. So... It's just, it makes me more eager to watch. Like, I swear, I think after this last episode, I was like, I don't know how Emily would feel if I just went on to the next episode, but then I'd accidentally watch the whole rest of the season. We will have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, no. That makes me want to watch it now, which I might.
1: Uh... I I expect I will be getting a text from you next episode as you watch it. I hope it's not but bad. But don't read it. Don't get spoiled. Don't get spoiled because it's really like it's a really like you will lose all like and it won't lose all its impact, but you want the impact of it happening in the episode. It's a very good episode.
2: Is it as big as when Wild Bill died? know
1: but watch it it's very good okay but um anything else going on anything else we need to talk about
2: well there was a new episode of the bachelor last tuesday how was that it was interesting it a lot of producer, manipulation, and just creating storylines. You know, for instance, there was a group date with Claire, and it was like a love languages date, and they all had to say nice things about her and like touch her, and then it was just, it was kind of weird. It was kind of uncomfortable. And then they get to like the date night portion, and they do a little toast, and No one gets up to, you know, hey, Claire, can I take you away? Can we go talk? No one does that. And that bothers her. And She says, hey, why didn't you guys offer to take me and talk to me? And that was like a really like polarizing thing that she went out of her way to like talk to the guys and be like, hey, like, do you not like me? Like it was it was just very weird. But I don't know if I was in that position Like, if I would take that personal that, like, no one immediately got up and been like, hey, Brittany, can I take you aside to come talk to you and get to know you better? So that was was interesting. Then there was a date where it was, like, strip dodgeball. So, like, the guys, like, got down to practically nothing. And the team that won got to spend time with her. And the team that didn't had to go back. And then they got mad because one guy in on the losing team went to go say hi to her. And she's just like, oh, well, you lost. So you got to go. And then she randomly sends home another guy because uh, he's like, hey, Claire, I'm so happy it's you. I applied as soon as you." they announced that it was you. And she's like, oh, well, what about me made you want to apply? And he's like, uh, I don't know. You're pretty. And she's like, that's not enough. So I'm sending you home. Another very polarizing thing. But way i see it is that you know she knows what she wants and she saw that that guy's response wasn't something that she liked or someone that she saw like a long-term thing with and also he wasn't dale so she sent him home i don't know (laughs) this season is so fucking weird because i feel like the producers what they're doing is that they're trying to make us not like claire so that when she leaves that we're like not sad that she's not there anymore like they're trying Mm -hmm. to get us not to be attached to her Because apparently tonight's supposed to be like another like polarizing episode, but it's just cringe. I just I feel so bad because it's like I like Claire. I'm happy that she's going through this process to find like the man of her dreams. But God, the producers are doing her dirty. But yeah, no, that's it. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, If you want to send us voicemail or email. Um you can contact us cantobitepod at gmail.com. Even if you just want to be a fucking weirdo like Chris Fresh and just talk about yourself and hear the sound of your own voice, that's fine. We we support that. Um you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at
2: CantoBytePod. Brittany where are you? I am on Instagram as Brittney the ginger. Uh, and I am
1: on Twitter and Instagram at EF Uh, You know, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. You know, retweet episodes and they come out. That helps us a lot and spread the word. Um, other than that, thank you for listening. Uh, enjoy the Mandalorian. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a canto bitch. Brittany the gin and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kanto Bitch number one. Oh my god. And I just can't quit How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast, you gotta download CBD Send emails, just listen and chill Give them some names to fuck, Mary kill Ask them a question or send a top three Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me Good, but my girls are better, check out some folks They want a bang and a refresher The Ventress and Kylo Ren, We'll have Tarkin and of course Mendo Send a shout to the and into Rustin Brown And Emily's dad straight putting it down Every week my girls be getting it done I should know, I've been down since day one